Hi, everybody. This podcast is brought to you by your good friends at Mosaic. Mosaic is a cloud-based car wash membership technology dedicated to helping you create and keep more customers. Their game-changing software platform was built for every car wash owner from single unit operators to large car wash chains to petroleum companies. Mosaic will customize a private label mobile application with your brand, allowing your customers to buy their own memberships, along with single washes and any of their products that you might sell, while incentivizing repeat purchases with a built-in loyalty customer platform. For more information on the cloud-based platform and to read real stories on how Mosaic has changed the game for operators both in the U.S. and Canada, and to book a demonstration of this powerful technology, simply visit wearemosaic.ca. Again, that's wearemosaic.ca. Welcome to the How of Car Washing, the podcast that helps the car wash owner, operator, and manager address the challenges and opportunities associated with building and running automated car washes in today's fast-paced environment. And now, here are your hosts, David Begin and Henry Lopez. Hello, Car Wash Nation. This is David Begin. Welcome to this episode of the How of Car Washing. How's everybody doing out there today? Hope everybody's washing some cars. We're starting to get into the winter months. We're here in beautiful Colorado, and we've had our first major snowstorm. We actually had a snowstorm about two weeks ago, but now we had about eight to 10 inches of snow. So I'm looking out over a winter wonderland here right before Thanksgiving, which is interesting. Uh, but my guest has no stranger to winter being from the great white north of Canada, Matt McCullough, who's the, one of the owners and CEO of Mosaic, uh, which is a point of sale system focusing on the car wash industry. Matt, thanks for, uh, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate it. Oh, my pleasure. And I uh, really appreciate you having me on. So with your application, can I sign up for an unlimited program and off I go on the phone? Yep. Yep. We try and make, make it as easy as possible. We, we also set it up so it can be uh, very flexible and in terms of what you offer. So if, if you decide you want truly unlimited, that's that's easy. If you want to do one wash a day, one wash per 24 hour period, if you wanted to offer 15 washes a month, like basically whatever frequency, number of washes for time periods, that's that's how we have it set up. So it's it's really up to the operator to decide how they like to do it. Okay, okay. Now, how, how did you guys have it set up at your wash? Did you have like a truly unlimited or did you set some restrictions around that? Yeah, we never sent restrictions. You know, we just, and I know a lot of people that do. I've, I've got, we've got a, a car wash chain here in town that signs people up for an unlimited club and gives them five washes a month, you know, and that's it. <laughs> that's yep. all they can do. So it's, it's really not an unlimited club. Um, and then we have some car washes that limit car washes to one car wash per day. Um, you know, we, we had a number of customers that would run it through twice. If it wasn't busy, they'd run it through twice. Cause you know, especially if they came down from the mountains after having a ski weekend or something, their car was really super filthy. They might wash it twice, but we let them do that. Right. So we, we wanted it to be truly unlimited and that's, that's what we did. And again, those people are the outliers, right? And if you focus on those outliers, you focus on the guys that run their car through twice every time or the guys that wash every day, or, you know, you just, you drive yourself crazy. Now, did you so, ever, were you ever able to, able to measure, like, let's say that guy that came through twice, <clears throat> like how happy he was, would, would he make referrals or would he talk about you guys say like, you guys wouldn't believe it. It's amazing. <laughs> so like, was there ever a connection to additional memberships that just through word of mouth or happy customer that that, that guy was able to bring in? 
Yeah, we, we never knew, but I, I assumed that we did, right? If some guy thinks he's gaming the system, he's going to tell other people that he's quote unquote gaming the system or I'm washing my car every day. I'm right. washing it twice a day and it didn't cost me any more than, you know, than if I washed it once a week or so. Yeah. I mean, I would assume those people would be your biggest advocates because they think they think they're taking advantage of the system. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would, I would kind of hope I, w- I would actually kind of hope for that, you know, mm-hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. I, I, I didn't understand the guy. I mean, we, we had, I think I looked at it in April or May and we had a guy that had washed his car already about 200 times. Wow. <laughs> I'm like, man, That's you're going to wear this thing out. You're going you're gonna to wash the paint off of this car if you keep it up. But you know what? I mean, he's probably our biggest advocate. I mean, that, that's how I looked at it. I just got to, you know, instead of thinking the guy's ripping me off, I mean, I, his ticket average must have been 25 cents. I mean, honestly, I mean, yeah. losing, losing tons of money on this guy. But, you know, I looked at the program in total I, and that's how you have to do it. You have to look and say, what's my average, what's my average wash, you know, number per month? What's my average ticket per month? You know, you can't look at the outliers because, you're always going to look at the guy that's washing 200 times, you know, in the first quarter, you're not going to look at the guy that bought it and never washed. Right. You're of always course. Looking at him. So, you know, there, there, it's just, it's just like a health, a health club membership where other guys are funding the guys that come all the time. And I think, you know, you know that the key is just the visibility so that you can at least see what's going on. Sure. What sure. you decide to do with that and how you act is, is totally different, but, it's really just the visibility, the, the tracking, the reporting, so that you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. So how are your customers using the push notifications feature in the system? Yeah, it's something that's uh, that people haven't truly taken advantage of. I think I think there's a little bit of, it's like the unknown, right? Like how how much or how frequently should I be contacting customers? What kind of messages should I be sending them? Um should I be sending promotions or should I just be doing communications? When is a good time to do that? So yeah. what we learned is, I mean, we have the functionality so people can use it, but those factors, it's, yeah, it kind of holds them back from wanting to do it. So what we're building out now is more of a, in a way it's like a marketing module, right? Where they can preset a campaign and they can set a few parameters and we use geolocation, like I had mentioned. So we know when someone's within a certain range of the car wash and, you can decide what kind of message you want to send that person. If you want to send them a promo code or just a friendly message or like, Hey, we know you're on the site. Do you want to use your membership? So then it's really just yes, one touch. And then they're engaged with the car wash. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that will, that will really help operators a lot because uh, yeah, it's just a skill that they haven't spent a lot of time using in the past or, or, or understanding. And so we're trying to make it a little bit more friendly, a little bit, uh, less daunting of a task and, and try and automate that process for them. And I think yeah. that would really help. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a great idea. The one thing I'd love to be able to tell people is like when we're, we're you know, if, if I still owned my car washes today, I know, man, when this snow melt, it's going to be, you know, game on for about three to five days. I'd like to tell my customers, if you came between seven and eight, it, we're usually not busy or we're not busy right now. If you want to come wash your car, it'd be nice to send that type of information out because we would always get super long lines after a snow and, you know, kind of give them an idea of where we're, where we're at volume wise or whatever. And also it'd, it'd be good for, you know, for a customer to go online and say, okay, what, what, what's the wait time? Cause they would usually get a lot of telephone calls 
from people calling in saying, hey, how, how long is the line right now? And it would be super great if they could get that information online. Oh, I mean, that's not something that uh, is in our roadmap for the, the foreseeable future, but it's something that uh, the other operators have mentioned to me. And it's, it's something I think about quite often uh, is the wait time. I yeah. think that would be a wonderful feature to tie in. And, I mean, the technology is there, right? So you, you can have very easily with a camera, you can count how many cars are aligned. And then yeah. you could display back to the uh, the person when they log into the app, like, hey, it's a it's an estimated 20-minute wait time if you get there in the next few minutes. Yeah. And I think, yeah. again, thinking about customer experience, you nailed it like that. That's very thoughtful. It's something that they they would definitely appreciate. And uh, and I'd love to have that incorporated. Yeah, it's, a, it's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, I think that would that'd be something I think would be super helpful uh, to us. But um, so, you know, you, you've been developing this product for a while now. What, what are some of the, the things that you feel like you're most proud of in your development? I, I was in the software business before car washing. Too, oh, so I cool. And I, I understand how difficult it can be to develop software and, you know, get it out and kind of incorporate what people want versus what they think they need and those type of things. But what do you feel like you're most proud of? Oh, you know, I, I'm not from a software background. I'm, I'm from the equipment and chemical manufacturing side that's that's my that's how I got my start in the industry so it was quite a shock to jump into to software and, and you get yeah. a crash course on how complicated it really is and and I had a very overly uh, overly simplistic view of, of uh, building software and it, you know I had this idea of some guy by himself in in the basement just coding away and building everything you need and then you start to you know, we started building out our team and our CTO, Jared, uh, who's just a really sharp guy. Um, he handles all of our, our tech stuff, but spending so much time with him, you start to see it really takes a team to build out something like this. And uh, and there's very specific roles and very unique kind of skills that you need to, to make a not only a product that works, but actually something that feels nice and looks nice and is easy to use and is simple. And yeah. so I'm, I mean, I'm very fortunate we're very fortunate to have the dev team that we have. I mean, these guys, they're, they're part of our team full time. So we don't outsource anything and that's really important to us. And they're just, they're, they're really sharp guys. And the other thing I would say, I feel so fortunate, the customers that we have, the current customers and the ones that we've worked with, uh, even through our testing. I mean, these guys, the feedback we got from them, the, the patience they had as we worked out some of the, the bugs and, I mean, it's never perfect, right? You always have a few bumps along the road. So they've been so patient with us. Uh, but the feedback they've given us, the access they've given us to their sites, I'm, I'm really proud as well as the fact that we haven't lost a single customer yet. So everyone that we've started with and everyone that we've gained up until now has stuck with us. So I, I have this sense like, okay, there actually is real value for an operator and the touch points with us seem to be quite nice. So I'm proud of the team and, and the way that everyone's come together to really deliver good service. And it's super important to me, that customer support piece and that people really feel good about dealing with us. And so I think it's a good sign that we haven't lost anyone yet. <laughs> that's good. No, that that's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. yeah. People are sticking with you. And, you know, I, I was on the sales side when it came to software. I wasn't a developer. My, my, my podcast partner, Henry Lopez was on the development side. And so in the sales side, I would, uh, I'd always like grossly underestimate effort. Right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can, can, can't you just put that little, little button Yeah, there? just move you know, this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you move it over there? You know, I, I just, I thought it was super easy. And then, you know, we, we started developing applications and, 
kind of ran into a situation where we're like, man, it's just hard. I mean, if you, cause there's so many interdependencies in software and this is to anybody that kind of builds a point of sale system or a car wash application. I mean, kudos to them. I, 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 you know, I get frustrated with point of sale systems, but I certainly understand the, the level of effort that goes into making something because it's just not a matter of developing functionality and throwing it in and running it. Right. There, 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 there's so many in, in interdependencies between features and functions within software that you've got to take those things into consideration. Well, it's truly a living, breathing thing. Like it, I think it's a, it's a big myth to think that you, like you said, you just build this piece of software and then you can just kind of pass it off to people and off you go. It's, it's really something that needs to be constantly supported and improved and debugged and cleaned up. And, you know, every time a new phone comes out, um, you have to look at your platform and you have to figure things out every time there's an update or things change. I mean, there's just constant care and attention that's needed to do it really well. And it's, yeah. it is not a simple, uh, simple process. And I, I would say, speaking honestly, that's one of the challenges in coming to the market or coming to car wash with something that's a little bit different and kind of pushing the envelope is that you're trying to explain something that there's not really a, a reference point for right so it's not like i can say oh it's just like this to an operator and then they can immediately get it i mean you can reference like a, oh it's just like a starbucks app but you know starbucks has a couple thousand engineers building that thing and <laughs> we're slightly sure. smaller than that so it's hard to give a, a to provide context to say like this is exactly what it's like so you're helping them understand a little bit about software uh, a little bit about what we're trying to do and then you're showing them the value and so yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a bit of an adjustment and learning for all of us. How do we communicate that in a clear way? And then how do the operators understand it in a way that makes complete sense for them? And so it's one of the fun challenges that we're, we're working through. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. It's, it's great when you've got a good team of customers, good, good team of developers, and you're making some good things there. Um, what were some of the key challenges you found when you were building it out? Was it the fact that there were so many different operating phone operating systems? You also have, I would guess, a cloud-based application as well yeah everything's cloud-based for us uh everything's hosted on aws um definitely the challenge early on was you have i mean six seven different major players in the pay terminal space and then you have you know roughly the same number of manufacturers and then they all have what three four five different models of every <laughs> versions of those things and they all slightly work a little bit differently and then you layer on top of that different customer experiences and, and operators have different philosophies on how that should work. So trying to create one solution that works for everyone, man, it, it can be pretty overwhelming, you know? Yeah. 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 It, it has to talk with all those different, uh, different pieces of hardware. <laughs> so um, we spent quite a bit of time trying to figure that out and trying to create, you know, three or four scenarios that would cover as much of the market as possible and provide a solution that could work for as many people as possible. But uh, it's it's something we're still working on and we're still trying to figure out. And as we talk to more operators, we'll get more feedback. But that was that was really a big challenge to overcome. Yeah. So does the unlimited program for a car wash operator typically reside within your application or reside within their point of sale application? Yeah, it resides within our application, like the account, the person signing up, that's all happening there. So if you imagine someone signing up, you literally sign up through the phone. There's no need to engage with someone on the site or like fill out a form or do any anything on the actual physical location itself. So we handle all that stuff through the app. And um, 
and then we would also process uh, we have a payment processor that a default payment processor that we can use and uh, so we process all the payment we do the reoccurring billing and everything and that's all managed um, virtually through the app and through the cloud okay okay and then if I've got an existing point of sale system maybe that's RFID related how, how, do, how have you had anybody integrate with that yet or not we haven't 